0: hello everybody and welcome to mindy the podcast my name is ken's
1: and my name is lee
0: And we are so excited for you guys to be joining us on this journey. This is our Mindy Project rewatch podcast.
1: Yeah, no, I'm so excited to be rewatching and discussing this with one of my best friends. It's going to be a good time. So this is
0: actually one of the first shows we ever watched together. I recommended it. I like to take the credit for that. Very true. And um, it is so fun. We have really enjoyed it. And it's one of the shows we really bonded over as friends.
1: Oh, yeah, no. Like, I love this show. I love Mindy in general. And, like, you definitely have made me a true fan.
0: And one of the things that we're excited about, too, with this podcast is that we're planning to start it out as a rewatch, but also discuss some of her many other amazing projects. And um, we figured we'd start out with her most underrated best show.
1: Yeah, no. So be prepared to laugh, cry, and discuss some fashion with us.
0: Exactly. We're super pumped and we can't wait for you to join us. So um, if you're not a Mindy Project fan, that's okay. Well, really it's not, but we're going to accept it today because we have you joining us on this journey. And if you are, welcome back.
1: Okay, let's get into it.
0: All right. So let's talk about this first scene. So I love this because we kind of learn a little bit about Mindy Lahiri and or Mindy Kaling so in this first scene we see a montage of her talking about the different rom-com movies she watched when she was younger and how she kind of kind of grew up continuing to watch it like she was not a party gal which totally I understand and um, some of the movies that are referenced are are Harry Met Sally, You've Got Mail, and Notting Hill.
1: Yeah all great rom-com movies
0: and also a really fun fact is that Christmas Cena had a small role in You've Got Mail.
1: Yes, Mindy uses a lot of amazing actors from projects that either she was personally involved with or projects that she is just a big fan of herself.
0: I also didn't realize how big of an actor Chris Messina was until I talked to my sister and she's like, oh, I've seen him in a bunch of other things. I was like, oh, that's so interesting because he's more of a movie actor than a uh, comedy, right? Like,
1: Yeah, no, that is really interesting. I want to say my first time being introduced to him, too, is through this uh, TV show.
0: Yes. So I think it's gonna be really fun because we're gonna learn both a lot about Mindy Kaling and or Dr. Lahiri through this show. One of the fun facts is as we kinda get through the show you'll see that she's an OBGYN and the OBGYN is um, an influence off of her actual mom who was an OBGYN.
1: Yeah, no, that's really cool too. And it's really cool like see her like paying homage to a mother and like, you know, portraying this character.
0: And it's actually her mom who recommended to her in this one book that I read one of her three memoirs which are all amazing highly recommend she talks about how her mom was the one who told her not to make the Mindy Project a medical drama but more so a comedy because she said there's just certain things that aren't really funny about being an OBGYN
1: those are great directions given to Mindy by her mother and I think Mindy does a great job within the series of really towing the line between comedy and kind of showing us the inner workings of an OGBYN
0: I mean don't get me wrong I love Grey's Anatomy but it's not as funny oh, as the Mindy Project
1: you, <laughs> words to the wise, guys. If you ever watch, if you ever watch, I'm sorry, Grey's Anatomy with uh Mackenzie, you will know to keep your mouth shut and to only speak if you see a commercial.
0: Yes, because it's important to not miss things. I'm very much a person who wants to actually really see in the show, so if you're talking during it, I miss a joke or I miss a punchline or I miss a crucial medical detail that it will help me solve it later on in the show, but I do it. So one of the things that we really want to do with this show is that we want to tell you as much information as we can kind of find out through either Twitter, Instagram, her memoirs, interviews that we've been able to find and just kind of influence that into what we're talking about in these episodes. And again, Mindy, if you're listening and you want to hop on here and tell us all these fun behind the scenes things, please do. But uh, we're going to do our best to give you all this fun information.
1: Yeah, no, guys, this is going to be a lot of fun. We're going to learn a lot of cool facts together. We're going to rewatch the show and just have a great time. And we're glad you guys can uh, do this with us.
0: So why don't we hop back into the episode and learn a little bit more about the pilot?
1: Okay, the writer for our pilot is our very own Mindy Kaling, who has written practically anything that's worth watching. Our director for this episode is Charles McDougall, who has directed a handful of great episodes of The Office, Parks and Rec, The Good Wife, and the Hulu original Four Weddings and a Funeral, created by Mindy Kaling and Matt Warburton. Okay, guys, let's hit you with a little summary. In this episode, we were introduced to Mindy, who was a 30-something OBGYN whose love life just hit a snag after a messy breakup with her long-term boyfriend. After getting drunk and making a scene at his wedding, Mindy vows to put the past behind her and to find the perfect man and to get her life on track.
0: Which may or may not take six seasons to figure out.
1: Oh, yeah, no. It's (laughs) going to be a roller coaster, which I'm excited for, but also I hated at the time.
0: I know. I am excited because we just learned so much about her and we see so much growth, but also...
1: Do we? Yeah, no. I, I feel like... Through this uh, rewatch, you definitely see one step forward, two steps back.
0: (laughs) Yes. So I am looking forward to us kind of making these discoveries together and Please, if you have questions or if you have any comments or concerns about any of these episodes, please hit us up because we want to talk about them.
1: Oh, yeah. And also feel free to fact check us because (laughs) we are not perfect and we're pretty sure it's going to be something that we missed or something we didn't get quite right. So feel free to let us know.
0: Yes, please do, guys. We are trying to build like a cool community of Mindy fans here. All right, guys, I wanted to break down the characters a little bit from this episode. So let's talk about Ed Helms. So a lot of us know Ed Helms from The Office. He played Andy. And in this episode, he plays Dennis, who is a potential love interest for Mindy. Bill Hader is our friend Tom, or really not our friend Tom if we're looking into this episode. And you might have recognized him from Barry and SNL. Our friend Ed Weeks, who is Dr. Jeremy Reed, is actually going to be here for the long haul, but you might recognize him from L.A. to Vegas. And then we have our friend Chris Messina, who we know as Dr. Daniel Castellano. You may recognize him from Sharp Objects. And then finally, last but not least, of course, the most important character of the entire series is is Dr. Mindy Lahiri, aka Mindy Kaling. Now, Mindy Kaling, I mean, her list goes on forever, but let's just name a few. We have Late Night, The Office, Never Have I Ever, and Three Memoirs, Is Everyone Hanging Out Without Me and Other Concerns, Why Not Me, Nothing Like I Imagined. And that's our character breakdown. All right, so we're going to hop back into the actual episode, and I just want to start by saying something that's definitely really biased, but Personally, I think this is one of the best pilots ever written. Pilots are really hard to do. They are not always great because not all the characters mesh well together. You're still kind of learning about each character, learning more about the show and where it's going to take you. And to me, one, I love all the rom-com references. I love the arc of the whole storyline. And I just think it's really, really funny. So I'm really excited just to start out with this pilot and kind of really dive into... It's comedy and it's wittiness.
1: No, I think you bring up a lot of good points. Like, I'm super excited about this uh, pilot episode, too, because I feel like it does everything that you want a pilot to do. I feel like it introduces you to all the characters. I feel like it kind of leads you into, like, knowing what this series is going to be about. And also, at the end, kind of, like, leaving you with a little bit of a cliffhanger being like, oh, what's going to happen next?
0: And also, I felt like the characters started out with really good chemistry. Which is also a rarity in a pilot.
1: Oh, yeah, no, because it definitely can feel like uncomfortable. But yeah, you do feel like, oh, like, because it does leave me wondering, like, how long have they like been working together in Shulman's and Associates?
0: Yeah. And I mean, it actually kind of reminds me of the current day, Abbott Elementary, because they start out being amazing. So there's very few shows that can start out with a pilot that really captures your attention. So I want to, let's really start jumping into it. So in this first minute of the episode, we're learning more about her love of rom-coms. And we learned about this love of rom-coms. And it unfolds into why we're learning more about Dr. Mindy Lahiri.
1: Yeah, no. At this time, we are introduced to a present-day Mindy, handcuffed in disheveled. an interrogation room. Disheveled. looking all sorts of ways.
0: And it kind of helps us understand why she kind of talking about this Tom character and their meet cute moment in this moment of time arrested.
1: Yeah, no, and then like Mindy flashback for us because we get to see Mindy happy with Tom, but then we get to find out that things aren't as happy as they seem. That Tom actually left her for a Serbian bagel girl, and now her Tom direct is, words. Yeah, those <laughs> direct words, and is now marrying said Serbian bagel girl.
0: Yep, and uh, Mindy takes it upon herself after, what was it, like four vodka sodas or something like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to make a speech, which starts out kind of cute, because she's talking about Tom and his, you know, their sweet moments they share together, and then it takes kind of a turn.
1: Yeah, no, I think the I think the speech went wrong when she talked about them having sex in front of his current wife.
0: You don't want to do that in a, in a toast.
1: No, but, uh, yeah, so, like, Mindy completely makes a fool of herself. She runs out of the wedding, grabs a bottle of champagne, and the next scene we see her riding a bike down the street.
0: Um, Sandra Bullock, (laughs) one of the best lines, gotta say.
1: No, one of the best lines. Eh, 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 Breaking news, fashion alert.
0: All right, my friends. So one of the best parts of the Mindy project is the fashion, at least that's my opinion. And so each episode, we are going to talk a little bit about the fashion of the episode. So in this case, we have the blue sequence dress at the wedding that was custom made by Alessia Raycraft. So I love this outfit the most of this this episode. I think it's fun. It's bold. And um, it kind of gives us a little glimpse into Mindy's bold personality. And I just got to tell you, Salvatore Perez is the genius behind Mindy Kaling's outfits throughout this entire series, and actually a part of her other series as well, such as The Sex Lives of College Girls and Never Have I Ever. So you will get to see more and more of his genius throughout this series and throughout her other series. But this is kind of when they first started working together, and I am so excited to see the fashion progress throughout the series.
1: And that was your Kenzie fashion break, and then like we see her ride this bike into a pool, and like we see Mindy singing to the bottom of the pool, and she has his heart to heart with a hot Barbie, Barbie, a hot Barbie. I'm
0: sorry, right? We gotta include that crucial information. Oh yeah, no, no,
1: no. I mean, it's very important. And Um, like basically, the doll makes her reflect about her life and says like, "What are you doing right now? Like, you're a mess."
0: Which is, again, uh, bringing us back to the police officer and her saying, this is not where I expected my life to be in this moment. And I feel like we can all relate to that at some point in our life where we're like, hmm, I did not expect this kind of plot twist. Yeah, so she gets bailed out of jail, right? Mm -hmm. She gets bailed out of jail and we meet her best friend, which is Anna Camp. Am I right?
1: Anna Camp from If You Love the (laughs) Movies. Uh, pitch is, perfect Pitch Perfect. such a great movie
0: yeah so she's the best friend she's the like you know the fun lead um as well and she bails her out of jail and we find out she's a daughter and you know they're talking about the craziness of the wedding and her love life and how mindy's love life is kind of a mess and as this is all going on it turns out she has a patient who's in labor and we kind of see the more doctor side of her right
1: uh yes. Also to go back, I also want to point out that um, she, in in uh, in Pitch Perfect, she was playing. They want you to believe she's playing a junior in college because Pitch Perfect also came out in 2012 when the pilot of Mini Project came out in 2012, and then I'm supposed to also believe that she's a 30 year old with a kid. <laughs> Just want to say that's a that's a big jumping point. But good on Anna Camp for uh, really playing a range of characters right there
0: true true i mean she can pull it off i mean think about it though in reality you could be a junior in college and not be eight, like 20 because think about it college yeah. you don't have to be like 18 19 years old
1: that is very true yeah that's very true if you think about it yeah
0: i don't know no no, no. And, and you know you're right it is
1: <laughs> mckenzie brings up a good point it is 2021 the fact that women not being able to get played younger roles has to stop <laughs>
0: That is very true. Yeah, because um, they that ha- tends to happen in Hollywood where women over fifty are just now be considered the grandma. And it's like you don't have to always be true. the grandma. Like you know, you can also still be a parent or other things. But uh, yeah, no, and then she gets called into the doctor's um office or another the hospital, and. What happens though?
1: And this is when we're introduced to one of my favorite ca- one of my favorite characters in the show, Danny Castellano, which is what a guy. which which is when you look up the word "man" in the dictionary, you'll see an image of Danny Castellano. Oh, very boy. strong voice, very meat and potatoes kind of guy uh definitely believes he's always the smartest man in the room
0: a little bit of toxic masculinity in there (laughs) a little dash of that in there
1: but yeah minnie walks in and finds uh danny like scrubbing out from her from her uh birth and uh she's like hey what's going on and he was like well um (laughs) but uh no he's he's
0: like, like well i never know when you're gonna be arrested i mean that's a little later on but yeah no he's just like well you weren't here and i had to cover for you and uh it's just interesting because you see this dynamic forming. Yeah. This really uh you you can see it. And then you see the other part of the dynamic forming where we meet Jeremy.
1: Yes, yes, Dr. yes. Dr. Reed. Yes, our very attractive British uh Doctor as well. <laughs> who
0: does not love a British accent? I'm just saying.
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: Um, and so he comes in and we kind of find out that actually, like, Mindy's has been kind of like hanging out with him on the well, lawn. A little
1: more than hanging out, I would say.
0: You know, I mean, depends on who you who you talk yeah. to.
1: <laughs> like they definitely are having some after office hours, I would say.
0: And uh yeah, you see this dynamic between the three of them in which You know, they all work together and don't necessarily all get along, but it's just, you get to kind of see how each character is portrayed here.
1: Yeah. And I always find myself, I feel like with any pilot, whenever I see these dynamics happening, I'm always trying to tell myself, okay, like you see what they're doing here. And like, you can see the long road of like, okay, these people might get together, but I'm like, I don't want to ruin it for myself. I'm like, what's going to happen? You know? So like, I do like that they introduce them and you can kind of see, okay. This definitely is like kind of one of those relationships where they could be something more, but also right now at the time they hate each other's guts. And yeah. I think it kind of is brought up very well at the end when they're like in the the doctor uh, break room together.
0: Yeah, you kind of see this little bit of a different side of Danny and that he's not just this macho guy, but he's also, you know, can be kind of sweet a little bit and it's kind of there for Mindy. And it's it is fascinating. I do... I love these different things throughout. I also got to say, I love the pool scene when you first uh, come in and she's, yeah, Sandra Bullock. <laughs> it goes right into the pool, um, which I think is another play on like the whole romantic comedy thing. Like she's like, I am the lead of this, you know romantic comedy movie like i am like strong and then it's just like oh wait but you know we all t- kind of tumble a little bit too
1: no that makes a lot of sense and, and when i do think of romantic comedy i do think of sandra bullock so that does make a lot of sense to me
0: yeah you know she's free she's going doing what she's going to do but then you know what sometimes you also fall i mean but i i also loved on the date she has right with dennis aka
1: ed helms from the office everybody round of applause mackenzie can you hit our round of applause button uh, thank you thank you thank you yeah no she goes on a date with ed helms the date is uh shortly ruined by uh getting another call
0: she gets this call but i love right before she gets the call right when she's slowly mm. trying to ask these questions to like roll out these red flags slash oh, yeah. like pet peeves she has very true so you know talking about oh like you must have a lot of access to drugs and he's like what are you talking about she's like good not into that and then like you know you see that she also has skinny jeans crossed out i don't know why she's upset about skinny jeans but you know hey <laughs> well
1: i know i think we're living in a time of skinny jeans but i can definitely see early 2012 like skinny jeans not being a thing but uh that does bring about a good point about dating because uh also when she's taking that phone call she says he's uh He's, uh, he studied economics at Duke, yeah. And he says, "I didn't tell you that." And she said, "I googled you." And I think that's like real life. Like, who goes on a first date without googling somebody? It's twenty twenty one.
0: You want to know what you're gonna get yourself into? You know, yeah. it wasn't fully a blind date because like, you what know were she SAT told- scores. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, like, like I gotta know everything.
0: Yeah, no. So I think that is also true. It's you know, in the world we live in now, we gotta be a little bit more careful. And so I think that is very true. You kind of see what's going on, kind of get an idea. Um. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree.
1: But I do like the other thing that we see in this episode of the idea of uh, Mindy being this, like, hardworking woman and trying to further a career. But also still willing to, like, do some of these, like, pro bono, like, kind of uh, uh, patients where they might not have insurance or they might not have the funds to, like, really, like, pay for her services. So I do like the back and forth because I believe that is, like, a very serious thing in medicine where, oh, you're trying to make money, but also you're trying to give back as well at the same time.
0: So in place of commercial breaks, we wanted to take this time to highlight different charities that we're passionate about and things that we just think it would be great for you guys to know if you're interested in donating or being a part of these organizations. We highly encourage it. We're huge into giving back here. So the first one we want to highlight is actually one that's close to our, you know, Mindy's heart. And that is the Pan Can and their mission is to take bold action to improve the lives of everyone impacted by pancreatic cancer by advancing scientific research, building community, sharing knowledge, and advocating for patients.
1: PanCan Patient Services is the place to contact when facing pancreatic cancer care. Their highly trained and compassionate case managers provide free, personal one-to-one support and information about the disease. They can also find resources for any questions you have related to pancreatic cancer. No organization supports pancreatic cancer patients like they do. Through their patient services, they provide more resources and speak with more pancreatic cancer patients and caregivers than any other organizations in the world.
0: So if you'd like to learn more and figure out ways that you can get involved, reach out to pancan.org. Again, we wanted to highlight this organization not only because it's close to Mindy Kaling, but because we are really interested in helping others learn more about these incredible organizations and ways to help. Thanks so much. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, the thing that you see about her is she might be a hot mess, but she's good at her job. Even Danny says at the end, like, you know, I saw your C-section. It was really good. Like, I saw, like, how you did it. And I think that that's kind of this major thing we see throughout is you know sometimes you can be a mess in so many parts of your life but then there are other parts of your life where you're really on top of things
1: I don't know very true no like you said I definitely consider as, like the overall theme of like the whole show in general is a sense of like there there is I do that is a very good point I do feel like you get two Mendy's in the show we see Mindy as like this businesswoman who's really a who's like you know growing her business like further down the road of. uh starting her own practice and like you know becoming like more involved in the practice she's in now
0: <laughs> it's like don't
1: give too much away <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, goes, people watch. <laughs> but yeah but then you feel like and then other times you're just like how does she even make this work because she's just so all over the place in her love life so it's nice to see her like switch on and off from like you know being this very like dynamic woman
0: I also think it's kind of refreshing to see the messy parts of the rom-com, right? Like, you see a rom-com, you see the part where it's like they have the meet-cute, they kind of struggle to get together at first, like something always pulls them apart, and then you have the end where they get together, and that's all you see. But in this, you're seeing her kind of have she had that rom-com and then it didn't work out and then it's like now it's a mess but then she's gonna get back on her feet but then like how does she do that like how does she navigate all that and so i think it's kind of nice that you you don't get to just see the happy ending you see the parts throughout
1: yeah the struggle yeah i definitely can agree with you with that and i think uh she actually like addresses it in the in the like towards the end of the episode where she's like meeting up with uh jeremy again and uh she's on the phone with her best friend and she says like i'm gonna get it together i promise now tomorrow like and i think that's everybody we're trying to get it together and we want it to happen now but it's like maybe tomorrow we'll like start being that better person
0: hey as long as you just keep pushing forward and that's what we're gonna kind of try to see with her like can she get it together does she get it together how does she do it um I also want to talk about some of the music in this episode yeah i love the song bad girls by m.i.a oh
1: i love i was a um, M- I- m.i.a i feel like is what lizzo is in 2020
0: true like,
1: everywhere all i want to do Boom, boom, boom. boom. <laughs> ah, yes
0: no so i love that i think it's such a good song for her because again you see her when she's getting ready for that delivery you see her go from this date that was kind of going well and she was kind of excited about it but of course has to leave like abruptly and you see her run to get to her job and like this excitement and just getting herself together and you see her turn from again this like this metaphorically hot mess to no i'm like i can do this yeah and I think that's such a good pump-up song to really do that to. And then, of course, you see it at the end where she's still a hot mess and was with Jamie. Oh, yeah.
1: No, no, I mean, I, it was definitely a really, like, badass scene. I think if I was, like, scrubbing as a doctor, like, I would definitely, like, want some theme music going on when I was, like, scrubbing in.
0: Yeah. No, so I really I enjoyed that a lot. And I'm excited to meet these different characters. I mean, we also have Dr. Shulman, who's kind of this the dad, I feel like, of The Office. Yeah,
1: no, definitely. Definitely the one to kind of, like navigate all the different personalities in office when you have like these three like young doctors who are trying to make a name for themselves i can definitely see it like being hard in that way
0: and you know he's definitely like the peacemaker right like he's you know between danny and mindy when she's trying to pick out that dress of what she's going to go on that date with and he kind of yells at her and says oh it's too too frilly you don't need all of that and i loved that dr shulman was like if it makes her feel good like it makes her happy then it makes me happy like that's what matters and i was like yes
1: yeah no that is really great and I, and I, just another time again i feel like danny is like stumbling over his words because what he is trying to say is very nice in the sense of like oh you don't need all this extra stuff like you yeah. know you're a very beautiful woman but like in a very danny fashion it does not come out that way at all
0: sure of course and I just want to bring up this point, too, because in the scene, we see Danny tell her after she insulted him about having an ex-wife, which also is something we find out, too, that Danny has an ex-wife.
1: Yeah, that is very true.
0: And um, it's clearly a raw chord with him because as soon as he says it or she says it to him, he then tells her about her weight, which she knows like is her kind of insecurity. And it's, he knows it's her insecurity. Yeah. And I love this scene because I had recently watched an interview that Mindy had done. And she talks about this. And she explains that this is actually based off of a real thing that was said to her in real life, not just in a show, but in real life. And it was one of her office co-writers, like another writer on the show, had said this to her. And she says, and I quote, I remember thinking like I'm already someone who is getting up before I call time at 630 to go to the gym to, you know, like do the elliptical for 40 minutes. You know, like I'm this, like this is my greatest insecurity and someone just called it out. When the moment that happened, it was so huge to me. And it was one of those things where you can't express anger or hurt in a room like that. But then she thinks like a lot of writers do. And in fact, I do is take the truth, put it in a new situation and then have yourself react in the way that you wish you had. So I love that. I love that because it's true. Sometimes you have a moment, like I know I'm like an overthinker, so I might say something and then I go back and I'm like, huh, should I really have said that? And I think this is kind of like what, or if someone says something to you and you didn't know how to react, like you wish you had said something differently. And I think this is a great way to do that. Do it in your writing. Do it in who you wish you, what you wish you could have done.
1: No, I can definitely see it in this scene. She definitely, like, took back that situation where she, like, goes at Danny for what he said. You know, so I can really, like, see her, like, taking back her power in that instance.
0: And I think that she really, really avenges a scene when we come up on episode six. There's um, this great episode. And um, she really, really kind of shows him. And I'm excited.
1: I'm not going to give too much (laughs) away. I'm just saying that
0: she really does take that moment back there. I think that this was just kind of a warm-up to what she really is capable of doing.
1: Yeah. And also, can we just talk about how it would be crazy that Mindy needs to lose 15 pounds? Like, come on. Oh, my God. She's the queen. It was was wild to begin with.
0: Mindy Lahiri, Mindy Kaling, Kelly Kapoor, any character you want to call her, she does not need to lose any weight. She's perfect. Thank you. And um, she's a queen. I mean, she's like literally a fashion icon. I don't understand. <sighs> Again, so underrated. Not only is the show underrated, so is Mindy Kaling.
1: Oh, very, very, very true. Like, I just... Mindy Kaling is amazing.
0: A queen. So, just as much as this is going to be a podcast about us talking about the Mindy <laughs> Project, be sure that we will be oh. talking about some of her other projects throughout.
1: Oh, a thousand percent, because i think we brought this up multiple times but you can definitely like see like uh mindy does definitely like has like um she definitely like you know writes where she brings up other things that she has in other episodes like i saw like in her new show she has coming out on the 19th that she has a couple of uh, little easter eggs for the mindy project that one of the girls really into it so like i feel like to know all her shoes is to know everything
0: I, my biggest thing, and I, I think you're going to see this throughout the show and just any project she does, I think her superpower is character development. I think she navigates character development better than most writers because by the end of a show, by the end of a movie, by the end of anything that she kind of produces or writes, you see these characters who might be the flawed ones, who might be the unlikable ones, she makes them into someone that you're proud of and that you are rooting for. And I think that is something that is so special and so unique that she can do. Also, I gotta say, um, I gotta say she was watching a rom-com. I, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure. I, this is bad. I like love rom-coms, but I don't know all the older ones. Um, I'm pretty sure she was watching When Harry Met Sally in the in the room and I think one of the best things that happens in that scene is when they're talking and you know you kind of see this moment between Mindy and Danny where he's kind of more human and kind of is just gentler with her and then he changes the channel to that um that fishing show
1: and I I love it because (laughs) I just
0: her comment there's multiple episodes of this (laughs) like there are different episodes makes me laugh so hard because that would be something i would say like there's certain shows i'm like i'm sorry this is a season yeah like
1: no no seriously because you think every episode is just how we're going to catch fish harder
0: well and also it's like there are certain shows where like they get canceled so quickly on networks and they're so good and then you see these shows that like are like eh, get renewed for like three seasons. So I'm like, where was this? Who made this decision? When you have these great shows out there?
1: No, that's very true. One thing I did take from the scene, from uh, being a guy, is that Danny really pulls a like, you know, like an arm over the shoulder, like if you're at the movie theater with a girl. Okay. Yeah. Like he he navigates well, like moving from across the room to exactly right next to her without it like being a big deal, which I feel like is a very hard thing to do. It's like because you know Danny wants to sit next to her. So he pulls it off from, like, being like, oh, yeah, to, like, actually like, being able to sit down and actually watch one of his, like, favorite shows with her.
0: True. True, true. I, uh, I don't know. I just, to me, again, I think this is one of my favorite pilots ever written. I just think it's really well done. I think it you know it's one of those episodes you can put a bow on because it it wraps up a lot of things but it still keeps you wanting more like you want to know is she, like what she's gonna do next and who she's gonna date next and who what she's gonna wear next if you're me who loves her outfits oh
1: yeah no this pilot is really great because like once again I feel like what makes a pilot great is the idea is the pilot able to stand alone by itself and like I could have just watched that by itself I'm like oh that was, that was really great by itself because I almost feel like a pilot should start you off for like this whole journey of the seasons but also i feel like it kind of like wrapped up this very tiny story within this one little episode which i think was great
0: and she's got a a knack for a lot of really good one-liners here and there like she'll just kind of throw these like funny jokes in or throw these sarcastic comments in that i really
1: i love dry humor so danny is definitely like up my block on the on like the comedian scale so yeah i'm a big fan of danny
0: and I just want to point out, so you you heard us sing, or heard me sing, that awesome theme song. And that theme song is Triple actually... Triple threat, people. Triple threat. You know, listen, guys, I'm going to start my uh, theme song <laughs> career next. Um, that is actually written by Jesse Novak, who is the brother of BJ Novak, who is um, one of Mindy Kaling's uh, very good friends.
1: Also, like... Jesse Novak has written so many theme songs. It is insane. Yeah, he also (laughs) has
0: the Superstore theme song.
1: It is insane the amount of talent in that family.
0: I know. And I just think it's really fun that, you know, to know that he did something so cool like that. And also, something also very, very cool that you'd mentioned to me is the outside of the hospital.
1: Oh, yeah. So the. The opening shots that you get in the nighttime of uh, St. Uh, Barnabas? St. Saint,
0: Saint Brennan's, Saint Brennan's, is.
1: St. Brennan's, I want to say for right now, but we'll correct that in post. Uh, <laughs> those opening shots are actually of Hahnemann Hospital in Philadelphia, which is very connected to us since we're like based in Philadelphia. So it was kind of cool to see, like, oh, wow, some of these shots of the hospital are actually like in our own hometown.
0: Yeah, so that was a, kind of a cool last-minute fun fact that we learned, and I um, thought that was really fun. So let's take a minute to talk about Mindy's love life, which in this first episode we see is kind of being a bit of a mess, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, no, I'm excited to see where you're going to come at this from.
0: So clearly we see her relationship with Tom is not really great at this point. It started out really sweet with this meet cute moment, Mm -hmm. takes kind of a dive um, in terms of he kind of goes with somebody else and gets married and leaves her kind of behind.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with you. I feel like this first episode shows that Mindy is willing to make the commitment in being in a long term relationship. I think also it shows her trying to move on into a more healthier relationship. But then it shows us at the end of her diving back in and um, going and hooking up with Jeremy.
0: Yes. So we see that he's a really big temptation for her. And hopefully as the season goes on, we'll kind of see her pulling away from that. I'm I'm really hopeful. But then we also see Dennis. And I think that this was not helpful because Gwen didn't want to set her up with Dennis. And I think that's like, you need your friend on your side here. You need her to be like, no, no, no. Like, I think this could be a cool match instead of "Mm, you're a mess right now. I don't think it's a good idea.
1: Yeah, no, I can definitely see that because I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, This can be a great connection for you. But are
0: you ready? True. I mean, it's a hard it's hard. It's because I, you know, maybe it might help her to be pushed in this direction. But I can also see like if you're not ready, it's not a good time either.
1: Yeah, no, no. I I definitely agree with you. I can see both sides. It's hard for me.
0: So the real question is for next episode, who do we think is going to return? Tom, Dennis? Well, we know Jeremy, but will Jeremy return in this way?
1: All right. So I think one of my favorite scenes from this episode is practically any scene that's to do with Betsy. I think Betsy does a great job as her character in the sense of playing this like naive and well-meaning person where she doesn't mean to be offensive, but she just happens to kind of put her foot in her mouth where she asks uh, Dr. Lahiri, hey, like, should we get more white patients in the sense of uh, patients with money or in the sense of saying that Dr. Lahiri isn't from this country, even though she is from this country.
0: Yeah, she and she's kind of reminding us of a character from another show that Mindy also created, uh, The Sex Lives of College Girls, our friend Kimberly, who is kind of similar in that she doesn't mean to be offensive. She's trying to be very um, adherent to everything that's going on in the world, but inadvertently kind of says some ignorant and or offensive things. There's like an innocence, but it's also like, oh, this poor baby just needs to learn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So my favorite scenes, so basically everything. I love this episode. So, I mean, that's it. But I love the reference to rom-coms because I love rom-coms. So I do love that. I love the speech slash falling into the pool because I just think there is this kind of redeeming moment. I know it sounds crazy, but there is this idea of sometimes you fall down and you just got to keep getting up again, even if it's in this police office um and then the interrogation just makes me laugh and then finally i just love the checklist of them going down and we learn more about uh her dating criteria so those are kind of my favorite moments
1: you know i think you have a lot of favorite moments but i think you did pick a lot of great um moments from this episode and yeah no i really did enjoy too like the skinny jeans and just yeah. other aspects of uh, the list and, yeah, this episode in general.
0: So let us know what your favorite moment was from this episode. We'd love to hear. Now, my friends, I think we're coming close to the end of our first episode. But before we do, I do just want to talk about for a second why I mean, for me, why like I think this podcast is important and why I really enjoyed it and so far. But I I love the mini project for a lot of reasons. I think she's such a relatable character even though she has her moments as every every person does. And of course some of her beliefs as you will find out are kind of, you know, interesting. But I really just find the show to be nice to see and to like learn from and it's just fun. It's a, I call it my comfort show. I know that's like kind of the new thing on Twitter is everyone has their comfort character and their comfort show. And this is something that I definitely find as a comfort show and I can rewatch forever.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, besides being a huge Mindy fan myself, like I am just all about representation. Just representation, representation, representation. Any show where someone who normally can't see themselves on TV get to see themselves on TV in a non- I want to say non like uh, I guess uh, racial aspects where you're playing that stereotypical like Indian who's like you know hard working very smart cares about this like Minya's is just a a very like down the earth person that everybody can like see themselves in
0: yeah so I um, am very excited to kind of go on this journey with you guys and I can't wait to see what you think If you've seen it before, I'm excited for you to rewatch it with us. If you've never seen it before, I'm excited just that you get to see it for the first time. Like that's such a privilege and such a wonderful experience to kind of see this through fresh eyes.
1: Yeah, no. And don't forget to like and subscribe and leave us an amazing uh, little comment on wherever this podcast will be uh, heard.
0: Yes, we can't wait to uh, watch The Mindy Project with you. Go to bed. I was waiting for it. (laughs) I was waiting for it. (laughs) Okay. See you soon.